Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. Still, uh, yeah, yeah, right? You never know who you're going to get. Still, still angry about the Oscars. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. Um, did the movies you liked not win they did not awards? Win. Did not win. Interesting. Nineteen seventeen got robbed. Yeah, if if people listen to our best of the year podcast, uh, they might recognize my number one choice as the best picture, best director, best foreign film or international film, and best screenplay winner, Parasite. Yeah, Reed. Are you getting nervous that your that your tastes are too mainstream? You should be. Should be nervous about that. No way. Parasite was the cool pick, which made it mainstream, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, whatever you have to tell yourself. I went and saw it again with some you, friends who hadn't seen would. it. You would. You would go see I did. it twice. So good. Yeah? So the second yeah. time, did it make sense that the kid happened to see the message coming out at night at the end? I think that's all a dream, but I don't know. Still don't know. Okay. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, the rhythm section, the Blake Lively thriller. But before we get to that, we're going to give our pick for a favorite Blake Lively movie. <laughs> and Ty commented that this is one of our, not a lot to choose from. This is one of our tougher categorical recommendations that we've done ever. It's like choosing the way you want to die. Uh, I am going to pick a simple favor. I knew you were going to pick a simple favor. I knew it. Did you? He's pretty good in that. No, I, I picked. She's excellent. I I picked the shallows. Did you see that one? Oh, is she the surfer? Yeah, I did see that one. That one was pretty thrilling, right? It wasn't that good, but hey, for Blake Lively films, it's tops for me. <laughs> I mean, she keeps getting work, so ish. Good for her. I just found out. I mean, you know this, but I just found out she's married to Blake to uh, Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah, she works. She doesn't work. Doesn't matter. They're doing fine. <laughs> she'll, she'll be all right. Yeah, she'll be, she'll be all right. Um, all right. Well, let's get into the rhythm section. Did you know that this is based on a book or were you? Are you I don't know. Does that matter to you? Um, I think I remember seeing that in the credits. Yes. It doesn't matter too yeah. much. Did you read the book? No, I tried to, but the my library has like a three-month wait list on it. Oh, well, so yeah. Popular. In three, in three months, come join us for Two Brothers Read. <laughs> two, you might need Our to book that. review podcast. You might need to do that with a different brother. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Okay. No, I, uh, I love reading. I love reading. Well... Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if that really impacts this movie, just that I think if it had been better or been more successful, they would have tried to keep making them, right? Don't you think they sort of set up a world? Oh, definitely. It's definitely set up for a a sequel. You don't think they'll do it? I bet they'll do a sequel. Okay. I I, I don't think the reaction was very good to this movie. I don't think people liked it. Well, it didn't do super well, but it probably made money, didn't it? Or do you know? Yeah. I bet I bet it had a low budget, pretty cheap. Yeah, but it was pretty cheap to make. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I haven't looked at that. I didn't hear that it much buzz re- about it. It just didn't have that much. I don't know publicity or buzz. 
I, it had a great trailer, I think, with that song playing over it. Yeah, great trailer. But, but a, we, a, a name that doesn't make sense. Or I don't know. It still doesn't make sense to me. No, it does now. It makes sense to you now. You saw the film. You still don't get it? I don't know if I remember. It's been, it's, it has been like two weeks, but. <laughs> yeah. It, your body is like an orchestra and your heart is the rhythm section. And you got to calm your rhythm section down when you're shooting people as an assassin. <laughs> That's, that is correct. I, I do remember that now. It makes sense. It's kind of a nice, yeah, it's kind of like a cool way to know how to shoot people. <laughs> yeah, your heart keeps beat. Uh, it's, I don't it's, know, what uh, were your kind of... Okay, well, it has a very, um, it's trying to be like the born, the newborn, but with a female lead, right? Yeah, definitely. And she's, yeah, her character introduction was kind of messy. Or just, just not quite, I don't know. It was too much for me, I thought. But she has the potential like, to be a very interesting character. She's very smart. She came from upper middle class. I Even from the beginning, I was just like, okay, it's been three years since this plane crash. First of all, they would have given your family a huge settlement. She would have had so much money. And would you go to prostitution right away? I don't think so. I didn't. At least it wasn't. It was not convincing to me. I thought this is ridiculous. Right. I. I that was like. I don't know. It starts. You start off in sort of a negative space, and then it's hard to get back. Yeah, that's true. And then, I mean, I remember thinking every step of the way, really. Wait, this doesn't make sense. If there, why didn't the government do an investigation of this? They would have. The the public. It's a very public accident. The public would have demanded to know what happened and who did it. It, it, wouldn't well, it, it been, seems like enough people did know. Like it was out there in the world that it was this terrorist group. Like why the cover up then? Yeah. And, and the newspaper or the reporter, I guess was kind of independent, wasn't working for a newspaper, but he was still doing the investigation. But I mean, all it takes is one person hearing that story and uh, a, a, one reporter hearing it and publishing it and it would get huge coverage. Yeah. So I hated the premise, that premise from the very beginning. Because it could have even just been like, yeah, we think this person did it, but no one can do anything about it. They're untouchable. But they're not untouchable. He's a grad student or undergrad, who knows, at a college in London. I mean, the British government right. could have totally done something about it. It would have been very easy. Well, and then they put her next to him so early in the movie. That's like also pretty strange. Even though yeah. he, didn't, he didn't turn out, he didn't turn out to be the mastermind, but still. Well, yeah, and then the convenience of her backpack getting stolen, and I guess having his address somehow in it, and then them immediately killing him. I mean, it's just, or why wouldn't if she was if he was such a hardened criminal terrorist killer, wouldn't he have just waited for her outside the school, or even done it right then, just killed her? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she's going to be a problem. She's looking into you. You don't let her go. The person who pulls a gun on you. Yeah. I don't know. So then I, th- I think it gets to Jude Law, and I like the training sequence. You know, that's kind of fun. Very traditional spy training type stuff, right? Endurance, fighting. That typical scene where they strip down to the underwear and swim across the lake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know about the specifics, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you're right. It's very much the formula. And then 
she meets Sterling K. Brown. And it's, I don't know, I think the movie sort of picks up speed again. It goes really fast and she's pretending to be someone else. And it, it lost me a little bit there too. But you're not exactly sure why she needs to pretend like she's a specific someone else. And then he's always so suspicious of her yet somehow always then believes her. So it's, I don't know. I feel feel like they don't get the balance right between he should be skeptical, but if he's going to believe her, then he needs to really believe her, not continually be snide about it. Then you're like, well, why are you believing her then, dude? I do think maybe it's because he he knew he was the terrorist and wanted to kind of get in, in with her before taking her out. I'm not even convinced of that. That's not a good argument. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. And then the crazy, um, she gets the contract job offer on the guy, right? And, and the phone call with Jude Law is ridiculous where he's like, you should definitely take that because not only does he, does whatever that guy want him dead. Also, he was the guy that did this on the boat, on the bomb, on the plane. Like, so it's like, so oh, you, you did know somebody who did a bombing? Why didn't you tell me about that before? Yeah, and such a, such a coincidental connection that it would come up on her first do you, job. Do you think they just didn't want her to kill someone randomly because it makes her less sympathetic? Well, like, I think it, like all I think, of her killing was revenge-based. I didn't have that thought then. I, I felt more like she, they thought, that she would need an extra motivation to make it believable that she would do it. Well, and then she wasn't very good at it, right? Yeah, she was very bad at it. She she didn't want to shoot him. She it just felt like she kind of lucked into killing him. Yeah. Which I mean, I can see that once maybe on your first mission you're not good at it and you learn, but I don't feel like she really learned. And we see that cuz in her next mission she botches it again. Yeah, I didn't think she was such a good killer. Yeah, she was not. But that scene, that sh- but that scene and that shot where she's walking away from the bus that's in the trailer too, after it's exploded, that's a good shot. Where she's sort of like shell shocked. Yeah, looking crazy. Yeah, I thought that shot was good. I, I mean, I liked the colors in this movie. I feel like it. I don't know. They do a good job staying pretty muted, and then. In the fight scenes, or I don't know, I, I think it just, I don't know, the cinematography was was well done on this one. Yeah. Had a lot of potential. I think I think they shouldn't give up. I think they should make one more and see if they can fix the story stuff. Well, and maybe once, now that you don't have to do the origin anymore, you can just move forward with her as a killer. It would be better. Yeah, but you do have to sort out if she's bad at what she does or if she's going to actually be good at it. I mean, she's, she kills Sterling K. Brown. Finally, ruthlessly. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's hard to become uh, a killer. <laughs> Maybe talk about that more or show that more then. I don't know. Yeah, make that more of the point, kind of. Yeah, like, does, is she actually struggling with this or is she just not good at it? Also, uh, well, Jude Law, so kind of one note too. I don't know. I feel like he could have been more deep, could have had more depth. Yeah, he's like, he was ex-military intelligence prepper who lives off the grid now. I don't know. And did his, did this woman kill his wife? Why make, why make it all mysterious? Unless it's, if it's all part of the plot or part of the plot of the movie where the mystery is important to create suspense, that's one thing. And I get that. 
if you keep it all a mystery, just because he's a weirdo who doesn't want to talk, then it's like, okay, you're just stunting us in understanding his character. That's all you're doing. But maybe it's more of the the long game of in the next movie, that's going to get fleshed out more or, you know, like maybe in the book series, there's more about that, but it's not in the first story. Okay. Well, we'll see if it pays off. Uh, let me tell you right now. It doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. It did make you want to go to Scotland though, didn't it? Or wherever that was. Northern England. Yeah, definitely. It looked very pretty. Just live in a house by a lake. Reject society. I'm Uh, ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Uh, All right. Are there any other points about um, this one that you want to talk about? Nope. Cool. Just glad Blake Lively is adding to her oeuvre. Happy to see someone like Blake Lively get work. That's right. Uh, What would you rate the rhythm section out of five, Ty? Oh, I forgot to say one thing, which is it's hard for me to take a movie seriously with Sterling K. Brown in it. I just think he's like the worst actor ever. Interesting. Do you think he's good? I, I No, I don't see him in a lot of things. I thought in Black Panther he was good. Okay. But he has a very small part. He's the, the uncle. I just don't believe he's a, he's a CIA agent or a traitor. <laughs> okay. What else has he been in? I, I don't even can't think of it right now. Well, he's in This Is Us. That TV, that TV show? That you probably I've never don't seen watch. It. That's how he got famous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I give this one a two. Okay. I'm also going to give it a two. Hey. I don't know. But I do hope they make Not, another one. I feel like that maybe have more to do with Blake Lively than the story. <laughs> Whatever. No, it's because it has potential. Yeah, it does. It does. Do you have something else to recommend for our listeners to watch, read, or listen to? What are you, what are you recommending? Yeah, uh, I've been watching a reality competition show called Lego Masters. Oh my gosh. And it's these teams of Lego builders and it's hosted by Will Arnett and uh, I'm a fan of Lego (laughs) and you you could be on it. You should be on it. I, I, I don't think it's, I don't know. Not right now. I'm not quite ready. Okay. I still just build according to the instructions. (laughs) They don't do that. They go beyond the instructions. Oh, yeah, they make crazy things. It's interesting to see what people can do with Legos. It's fun. Okay. That's cool. I'll check it out. I've been watching... I don't watch very much reality TV, but I have been watching The Circle on Netflix. Have we (laughs) talked about this? No, but Remy and I tried one episode, and we made it 10 minutes in and couldn't stand the introductions. Oh, really? I think the the narrator slash host person is very funny she's always making fun of him yeah and uh okay but it's it's unlike i feel like i mean again i don't watch very much reality tv i feel like it's different than most reality tv because it's actually a game and you can see them being very strategic maybe that maybe people would say yeah that's what the bachelor is too they're all just playing a game but it's very explicit and it's i think it's fascinating to see them because they're allowed to catfish, they're allowed to pretend like they're someone that they're not, um, and so people do it strategically. Anyway, I didn't finish it, so maybe it's not the best show ever. 
but I did watch four episodes. I thought it was good. Well, maybe I'll try more. Cause I, I don't think we really got into the game part of it. We just, yeah, it didn't make it so far. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. See you on the red carpet. Bye. Bye.